With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Bengals Pep Rally on the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Presented by Miller Lite. Live at Buffalo Wings and Rings. Brought to you by Miller Lite. It's Miller time. Old true. Buffalo Wings and Rings. Game time just got better. On the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Welcome to the Bengals Pep Rally Show right here on ESPN 1530. Broadcasting live from Buffalo Wings and Rings right here on Kings Mill Road. Presented by Miller Light on the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Wayne Box Miller, Dave Lapham back again. Same two. Yes. Same place. Same time. Yes. <laughs> unfortunately, the same results. Yeah, un- uh, which we is were unfortunate. Hoping for a little bit different results. 23 7 last week in Jacksonville. And uh, I think everything that could go wrong uh, would go wrong. You know, Lap, I tell you, when I got the uh, sheet and the printout for all the statistics that we usually get, usually a thick pad of paper there. Right. But I tell you what, it was paper thin. I had to look at it because I thought a few sheets were missing. But then I start looking at the time of possession and, you know, how long people had the ball or didn't have the ball. And I think if you start looking at those numbers, it kind of uh, annoy you a little bit. And I, I start with the first one, time of possession, 40 minutes and 14 seconds for Jacksonville, 1946 for the Bengals. It was just that kind of day. Well, it all starts with third down. The reason that uh, one team – runs 78 plays, and the other team runs 35. It's 37 snaps, but two of them are kneel downs. Kneel down at the end of the half, kneel down at the end of the game. Right. You're not attacking the defense. So you ran 35 snaps against the opposing defense, and the other team ran 78 against you. And uh, the reason that those number of snaps and the time of possession was the way it was is the Bengals went one for eight on third down. They only had one third down conversion. Josh Malone caught a pass over the middle. Uh, at the end of the first quarter, that's the only first down conversion they had was at the end of the first quarter. And on the flip side of it, Jacksonville goes 12 for 18 on third down. 67% so the, on third down will right. win you a lot of games. So they're just staying on the field and continuing drives and scoring points, although uh, the only plus was the defense was good in the red zone and held in the field goals instead of touchdowns, which if they didn't hold in the field goals would have been really ugly. But offensively, can't stay on the field. How about, how about this? this? This is the most unbelievable thing I, I remember seeing in a while. The last five drives for the Bengals, 14 plays minus five yards. 14 plays minus five yards. Take away the kneel down, 13 plays minus four yards. In four drives. I mean, <laughs> now A.J. Green had been ejected from the football right, game. Right. So when you take, take a look at what this offense looks like without him in the second half, I mean, the ripple effect is huge. Now, now you have uh, Joe LaFell having to be A.J. and go right. to all of A.J.'s position instead of his. Somebody else has to take his spot. And everybody's playing out of position, and it's, it's disjointed. The whole thing falls apart. So A.J. Green is huge to this offense, obviously. And if you lose him during the course of the game, other guys have not practiced in those spots all week because right. – He's practicing all week. He's healthy, but he gets ejected for fighting at the end of the half. Now at halftime, you have to make all these adjustments, 
and that's what they got out of it. They got nothing. I mean, Jacksonville just suffocated them in the second half of the football game. You know, Lap, talking about being out of position because a lot of times the couch coaches at home sit there and say, oh, you know, the guy's a wide receiver. All he has to do is just be a wide receiver. People don't understand if you're lining up as a slot receiver versus a guy that's, you know, in the tr- traditional right. wide receiver position, there's a whole different set of circumstances, responsibilities, and routes that you're running. Sure, and, and, the, and the fact is if you don't run those uh, routes and, and, and everything during the course of the week, you have not set, established any timing with your quarterback. You know, it's like, okay, he, all week long Andy's got – you know, A.J. at X, and he's got uh, Joe LaFell at Z, and he's got whoever in the slot, Erickson, whoever. And that's what he's worked on. That's his timing. And then all of a sudden in the game, because of, you know, injury or ejection, in this case ejection, now everything's scrambled up. Right. And, you know, I mean, can you adjust? Yeah. Other teams have and do, but they didn't. I mean, right. they didn't in this football game. Nobody got open. No, it, Nobody blocked anybody. I mean, in the second half, it was, it was about – you look at it for the game – 35 snaps, 145 yards offense. 145 yards offense for the Bengals on, on uh, I think it was 100, 145, something crazy. 148 on 37 snaps. Yes. You, you know, you're just not going to be able 29 yards rushing on 17 carries, 1.7 well, a rush. I was going to tell mean, you what, what blew ridiculous. my mind when I looked at 1.7 and they were getting 3.7 yards a carry. I think the one thing that kind of just blew my mind when you think about Everything that happened last week, in some respects, they were still in the game. I mean, to your point, the defense kept saying, we're not going to break. We bend, you get a field goal, we're not giving up seven points. And so there was still a chance for them to be in the game. But, again, to your point, if, if you're used to running this route combination and now you're running this, the other thing that we didn't talk about is, you know, the timing that A.J. and Andy have for those routes is a lot different when a guy says, well, I'm thinking I'm going to come out of my break right here. And well, that's what I mean. All week at practice, you're working with one guy timing up routes and throwing them, and then you have a different guy totally. It, it throws a monkey wrench in things. And I'll tell you what, honestly, if Andy Dalton had kept the ball in the field to play, Jalen Ramsey would have been shut up early in the football game. He would have been the play after the, the third down catch uh, that Malone had Andy, uh, A.J. Green from the 48-yard line goes down the field, runs a nine route, and beats Jalen Ramsey by right. three yards down the field. Andy Dalton throws the ball off, out of bounds, three yards out of bounds. If that ball stays on the field to play, it's a 48-yard touchdown. The whole dynamic of the game changes. Jalen Ramsey shuts his mouth. A.J. Green you know, now is in a different dynamic right. with this guy. That, that one play, people don't realize how significant that play was. A.J. Green beat him like a drum off the line of scrimmage. And Andy did not keep the ball in the field to play. All you have to do is keep it on the field. Three yards out of bounds, he throws the football, and, and they get an incompletion out of it. And after the game, Jalen Ramsey's saying he's soft, he's weak. He had one catch for six yards. Right. Well, he would have had two for 54 yards in a <laughs> touchdown if the ball was thrown on the field to play. So, I mean, you know, there's, there's a million things that go on in a game of football, and that one was massive because uh, once, once Jalen Ramsey escaped that one, and he wasn't beaten on the play because he got beaten technique-wise, yeah. he now starts chattering, and it gets worse and worse. Then all of a sudden, A.J. Green loses his composure and cool, losing for the game. 
All right, we're not going to lose you. We're going to be around at 530. Wayne Box, Miller, Dave Lapham, you're listening to the Bengals Pet Rally Show right here on ESPN 1530, presented by Miller Light on the First Star Logistics, Bengals Radio Network. Welcome back to the Bengals Pet Rally Show, presented by Miller Light at Buffalo Wings and Rings on the First Star Logistics, Bengals Radio Network, broadcasting live from Buffalo Wings and Rings, Kings Mills location. Always say if you want to watch football away from home, there's only one place to go. Massive amount of TVs, great food, great people, great staff. Wayne Boxmiller, Dave Lapham, don't forget to show off your stripes this season. Visit the Bengals Pro Shop at Paul Brown Stadium or shop online at proshop.bengals.com. Lap, I uh, had a chance to talk to Brandon LaFell. I'm going to say this in the uh, spirit of being open and honest. He's probably the guy that I love interviewing more than anybody because of his candor. He's been in the league a long time. But I was talking to him about the sense of urgency. He's with the New England Patriots, a yes. winning organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so I talked to him about that. Here's my conversation with Brandon. Okay, a lot of people talking ifs, and I always say if ifs were fifths, we'd all be drunk. I'm but you. <laughs> you just got to get one win and go from there. That's it, man. We just, we just got to start putting them back to back together, you know. It's the right time for us to get hot, you know. And it's starting this weekend. I always tell the guys, some of the teams I've been on, we, we got hot at the right moments. And once you get hot at the right moment, get that momentum behind you, it's, it's hard for anybody to stop you. Yeah, and I would say the key, and you know as a veteran, is just the one play in front of you is the only play that matters. That's Everybody talking about this game, that game. Man, the big, the biggest game of this season is the biggest game. It's the game, the next game we playing. So this game is the biggest game of our season. Don't, don't say the next three, the next four, this next month. Man, this is the big game. The game, the game in front of you is the biggest game of the week, biggest game of your season. So go out here and execute and focus everything on this game. And how do you do that as a veteran in terms of modeling? You know, you've been a guy that's always been prepared. How do you maybe help younger guys understand that philosophy? And just, just, just tell them, hey, just watch how I practice. Watch, watch, come, come with me, watch film, study how I study, prepare how I prepare, and, and just go out there and just, and just play, man. Just play like your job depends on it because it, it really does. And a lot of guys, they don't think like that, but you evaluate week to week. So you need to go out there and bust your tail week to week. And finally, the last question, when you talk about, you know, week to week being evaluated, the one thing about this league, sometimes the NFL stands for not for long, so you got to put it in when you get the chance to put it in. You, you definitely do, and I, I tell some of the younger guys, that are just not getting on the field, man, this this your opportunity. And the wonderful opportunity for different guys are, 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 long, are big and small. So make make the best of your opportunity. Don't don't sit back and look back a year from now when the guy that wasn't playing, he's playing now because when you got your opportunity, you ain't do what you're supposed to do with it. So so make the best of your opportunity to come out here and ball out because we need everybody we got right now. We need everybody. Thank you. No Lab, we need everybody. No doubt. And uh, it's all good. It's all good theory. It's all good talk. They were saying the same thing before the Jacksonville game. Take one game at a time. This is the only game that matters. And they went out and get smoked. So now you have, all you can do, you can't worry about that one. That one didn't work out that one game at a time. Right. That one game ended up a loss. Now you got to focus on the next game. And an NFL season is 16 one-game seasons. That's basically right. what it is. Right. And you just got to, you know, look at it that way. I will say that in, in um, a good example – what Brandon LaFell's talking about, Tyler Eifert tragically is on injury reserve. Tyler Croft has stepped up. Stepped Tyler Croft up has time. two catches in the game, 50, 79 yards, a 59-yard reception, a 20-yard reception, did great things after the catch. In both cases, he, he had 
50, 60, 70% of his yards were after the reception of the football on the 59-yarder, caught maybe a 15-yard ball, spun away from two defenders, 59 yards. Uh, on the 20-yarder, he caught the football, made two guys miss, two guys had to bring him down, picked up an extra 15 yards. So Tyler Croft is, is competing. He, re- he sees an opportunity in front of him. He didn't, yes. didn't want to get the opportunity the way he did with Tyler Eifert going on injured reserve. But the fact that he's not available and he is on injured reserve, Tyler Croft is saying, the team needs me. Yeah. I'm going to make plays. And I'll tell you, I, I tip my captain. He's playing well. I tell you what, and I talked to uh, Uzama, and we'll, we'll hear from him later. But, uh, you know, you and I like statistics. We like to look a couple of things. I looked at Eifert was averaging 11.5 yards a catch while he was playing. So I looked at Tyler Croft. He's got 25 catches, 287 yards. He's averaging 11.5 yards a catch. So to your point, he is actually reproducing right. the exact same amount of production that uh, Tyler Eifert was giving his team in terms of average per catch. And to your point, he's making the most of his opportunity. He's on not only the Bengals' radar now, but there are some teams looking saying, hey, this guy's a player. Sure. And uh, you're not just auditioning for the Cincinnati Bengals. There are 31 other teams watching how you play as well. Here's a number, though, of all numbers. Just got this number today. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. A gentleman named Dave Tremblay, who's a Cincinnati guy, he's uh, done some research. The magic number is 22. 97% of the time from 2014 till now, Midway through 2017, the Bengals have won 97% of their games when they score 22 or more. Not 21, 22 or more. That's the magic number. Uh, that's in regular season game, uh, regular, during regulation, not uh, including uh, overtime. Okay. 100% of the time, last year and this year, all, all of the Bengals' wins, the three uh, wins that the Bengals have, they scored better than 22 points. And every game they won last year, all six games they won last year, they scored 22 points or more. And since 2014, 97% winning percentage when they score 22 or more points. That's the magic number for every single individual one-season, 16-season games <laughs> during the regular season. They have eight, eight seasons left. It's, uh, it's eight 
season, one-game seasons, and they have eight of them left, and they got to score 22 or more. Because, honestly, this defense, if you give them 22 points, yeah. this defense will win you some football games. Defensively, in the red zone box, how about just a quick couple of quick well, hold numbers? That, hold that All thought. Right. We'll take the break because okay. I want you to go over those stats because, you know, this defense has done some good things along the line. And we're doing some good things out here at Buffalo Wings and Rings. You're listening to the Bengals. Pat Riley Show presented by Miller Light at Buffalo Wings and Rings on the First All Logistics Bengals Radio Network. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Bengals Pat Riley Show presented by Miller Light at Buffalo Wings and Rings right here. On the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network, we're live at Buffalo Wings and Rings, Kings Mill Road. And, uh, again, if you're looking for a great place to watch football, Buffalo Wings and Rings. I, I lost count on the over and under on TVs, but <laughs> if you're sitting somewhere and you can only see one TV, you're not in Buffalo Wings and Rings. I right. can tell you that. Right. I mean, everywhere you look, there's great TV. Wall to wall. Wall to wall. Speaking of wall to wall, remember the Bengals defense recorded two sacks in one game. You saved $6.00. On Mike's Ultimate Car Wash the next day, only at Mike's Car Wash, the official car wash of the Cincinnati Bengals, Mike's will also donate $1 of your purchase to the Marvin Lewis Community Fund. So far, we got to up the total, $18,684 for the Marvin Lewis Community Fund. And uh, what a first of all, the best place to get a car wash, let me say that. But secondly, I mean, this is community partnership at its best lap. Well, it's a, it's a win-win-win situation, you know. You get your car washed. Marvin Lewis Community Fund uh, wins with donations, and the Bengals accumulate at least two quarterback sacks in a game. That bodes well. So it's a win-win-win. It's a really good, uh, really good promotion. Greg's in the house with Mike's Car Wash. And Let's give pre- Greg a hand. Greg, how you Greg. doing, brother? Appreciate everything that they do, concerned corporate citizen that they are, and giving back to the community. That's what it's all about. And uh, obviously we know Marvin uh, – Marvin's done a great job with the Marvin Lewis Community Fund. His tentacles reach out all over the school system yes. here in the city of Cincinnati and uh, other things that he's done. So it's uh, it's a good situation. Now, you were talking before we went to the break. You were looking at some numbers there, yeah. and, and uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. but No, I just – red zone. Uh, the Bengals are number one in the NFL defensively, red zone touchdown percentage. 28 times the opponent's been in the red zone. They've scored a mere nine touchdowns. 32.1%, less than a third of the time they've scored a touchdown. In the last three games, opponents have been in the red zone 14 times and only given up three touchdowns, 21.5%. The last five games, 19 times in the red zone, allowed five touchdowns, 26.3%. So the defense has been stingy in terms of uh, letting people punch the ball into the uh, end zone. And, you know, you leave four points on the field, right. all those possessions. That's why they've stayed in games where – They've been outplayed, but the score uh, has been reasonable. It was a one-score game still until the punt return touchdown. Right. That punt return touchdown was a backbreaker, but it was a nine-point game because of the fact that they're holding them out of the end zone. And, you know, they were one for four. That's 12 points that the, that the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars did not put on the scoreboard, and it kept them in the football. If those 12 points go on the board, look at the score of that football yeah, it's game. it's 35-7. Yeah. I mean, and and it really looks, you that, know. That's more of what the numbers statistically – you know, the differential in yards and all that sort of thing say that it should have been a 35-7 game. But defense did the job in the red zone and kept them in the game. You know, Dave, speaking of keeping them in the game, when you think about that, when you leave your defense on the field for 40 minutes and, and you know, you played in this league, you know, one of the things that we all know, man, you, you leave people out there. But it's and, defense's and, fault, too. They, yeah. they, Twelve times they let them I was generate say. a first down. I mean, it's, it's a, it's, the offense didn't do their job for sure. 
The defense didn't do theirs either. You cannot allow somebody two out of every three times to get a first down on third And I down. thought that one catch was just incredible. I mean, the Bengals had them right where they want them, and the guy goes up and does an Odell Beckham. I mean, yeah. he just grabs the ball out of thin air. It's making plays. It's I mean, making plays. Guys got to step up and make plays when the opportunity plays. presents itself. And, you know, we always talk about playing complimentary football. The offense complements the defense. The defense complements the offense. Special teams complements both. They're playing non-complimentary football right now. You know, the defense isn't – if the defense is having trouble getting off the field on third down, the offense has to stay on the field. They can't not stay on the field and compound right. the problem for the defense. That's non-complimentary football. Complimentary football is if one side's struggling, the other one picks them up. In this football game, it was totally non-complimentary. They both – you know, neither one tried to alleviate the problem the other one had, and that's why, you know, the game ended up the way it was where one team ran – 78 snaps, and the other one ran 35. Well, coming up this uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock, make sure you lock it in on Fox 19. This is not a CBS game. Fox 19, 1 o'clock, Dick Stockton, uh, Mark Schlereth, an offensive lineman from the Denver Broncos, calling the game. Yep. Uh, they played 74 times between the two teams as the Oilers and the Titans, and you're talking about some slugfest back in the days when you guys played the Oilers. Titans lead the series 39-34 with one tie. And the Titans are 22 and 13 as a home team. So the Bengals won the last two meetings in 2011 and 2014. Um, Titans trying to put together a four-game winning streak for the first time, and I don't know how long they're tied with Jacksonville for first place. And uh, you know, if the playoffs were to end right now, they would be playing the Titans and Jags would be playing each other. Ironically, the Bengals are only two games out of the wild card spot. So a lot of opportunities. The window is definitely getting narrow, but the hope and the reality is that they're still in the hunt. We're still in the I'm, hunt. I'm with Joe LaFell. Yeah. Forget wild card. Yeah. Just win a game. Right. Beat the Tennessee Titans. I don't want to even hear about playoffs, wild cards, or anything Playoffs? Else. Win a game. Playoffs? And then it'll all take care of itself. That's the bottom playoffs? line. Playoffs? You're talking playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking a break. You're listening to the Bengals' Pet Rally Show presented by Miller Lite at Buffalo Wings and Rings right here on the First All Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Broadcasting live at Buffalo Wings and Rings, Kings Mill Road. We'll be right back. Bengals Pep Rally on the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Presented by Miller Lite. Live at Buffalo Wings and Rings. Brought to you by Miller Lite. It's Miller time. Old true. Buffalo Wings and Rings. Game time just got better. On the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Welcome back to the Bengals Pep Rally Show. Presented by Miller Lite at Buffalo Wings and Rings. Right here in Kings Mill Road, presented by Miller Lite on the First All Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Uh, we're up until 5.30. We start a half hour early. If you're just joining us, saying, wait a minute, seems like these guys have been on for a minute. Well, we have. And uh, we'll be on early again next week right. at 2.30, right here at the same location, Wayne Box Miller, Dave Lapham. You know, Lap, one thing I wanted to talk about, um, kind of a sidebar of the game. There are two names on the Tennessee Titans combined that have 99 years of coaching right. between them. Dick LeBeau with 59 years, Terry Rabisky 40 years playing and coaching. But a lot of people talk about Dick LeBeau all the time, but Terry Rabisky has just stayed in this league year in and year out. And so you're talking about two guys that aren't going to get rattled no matter what comes at them. So. Uh, there's no doubt about that. And uh, Marvin Lewis is 59 years old this year. <laughs> Dick LeBeau was a rookie with the Detroit Lions when Marvin Lewis was born. How about that? Dick LeBeau was a rookie in the NFL the year Marvin Lewis was born. And he's been in the league 
every single year since then, and Marvin is now 59 years old in his 15th year as a head coach in the NFL. That is remarkable for a guy to be 80 years old, assistant head coach, defensive coordinator with, a, with an NFL franchise. Dick LeBeau is remarkable. I He's mean, a freak of nature is what he is. The guy's 80 years old, and he goes up to Wetherington where he belongs, uh, lives in Cincinnati in the offseason, and shoots like a 73 for 18 holes of golf. The guy beats his age by seven strokes. I mean, it's just <laughs> the, guy, the guy is a freakazoid. And Terry Rubisky, uh, remember, everybody remember Hugh Jackson when he was on his run down here as a coordinator, and he was very creative with his formations. He had his offensive lineman out, outside yeah, the numbers. Yeah. And Terry Rubisky is doing a lot of very, uh, very good things with personnel packages, formations, motion, window dressing. He'll have three true tight ends on the same side of the field. It'll be an unbalanced line, guard or tackle, guard center, guard tackle, three tight ends. Yes. And then he'll have, on another occasion, he'll have his third tackle will uh, will line up out there as a tight end, just like the, he did here in Cincinnati. And his third tackle, Dennis Kelly, will line up out there at the tight end position. He he also took a Dory Jackson, first-round pick out of Ooh, USC, the starting goodness. corner, and he took a Dory Jackson and put him in the backfield in the first series last week against the Baltimore Ravens, split backs in the shotgun formation. Adoree Jackson took a handoff, ran up the middle of the football field. Uh, DeMarco Murray, the running back, gets a big block in the inside linebacker. Adoree Jackson runs 20 yards on one of the, like the second or third play of the game. So we better watch out for Adoree Jackson, who's a defensive player, lining up in the backfield, lining up as a wide receiver. So b- basically what you have going on is Terry Rubisky, Extremely creative, just like Hugh Jackson was, using everybody in every way you possibly can, just trying to get the defense to freeze for a half a second and and uh, lose their lose their focus, lose their concentration, not make the right recognition of uh, the formation communicated improperly. And if you don't get lined up right, you're beaten before the snap right. of the ball. And that's what Hugh was trying to do. And that's what Terry Rubisky is doing right now down there in Tennessee. And you know what else they're doing is they're pounding the ball. I mean they're they're uh, got they got I call them the double Ds. They're averaging right. 117 yards between them. But the thing I like about it is the balance. You know, Demarco Murray's carried the ball 95 times, and Derrick Henry's carried it 83. But they're both averaging over four yards a carry. Both of them have busted one for 70 plus yards. Uh, Demarco 75 yard run. For a touchdown, Derrick Henry, 72. And then you add, uh, you know, Mariota, Marcus Mariota to the equation. I mean, they can beat you with their feet or the ball in the air. And as you said, with an uh, unlimited number of combinations. But I think of a Dory Jackson reminds me of a modern-day Deion Sanders. Right. I mean, very smart kid, uh, wants to play on both sides of the ball, wants to make big plays, does returns, uh, whatever you ask of him. And, uh you're state tested. As you said, you really got to have your tentacles up every time you play a team with that kind of uh, right. offense. Recognition is going to be a big thing. If you, uh, if you combine the carries of Murray and Henry, the double Ds, Derek and DeMar. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's true that some things change as we get older. 
But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Go. It's 178 carries for 748 yards. That would be fourth in the NFL. And those 178 carries aren't as many carries as some of the running backs that are ahead of them in the National Football League. So what they're doing, they're keeping these guys fresh. Neither one of them had 100 carries, and there are guys in the league that are approaching 190 carries already. So they're keeping these two beasts fresh. Murray is 220 pounds. Henry's about 245. Big, big running backs. Mariota with three rushing touchdowns tied for first in the NFL. There are three quarterbacks that have three rushing touchdowns, and uh, he's one of them. One of them wasn't in the red zone, though. One of them was 34 yards out. So he can he's fast. He's had a hamstring issue yeah. about the last month, which has kind of hampered some of his running. But they say that hamstring is getting uh, more and more healed up. But they are they, the thing about them, this is exactly like they faced down in Jacksonville team that runs the football first and foremost and everything comes off of that the difference is this team is in the top 10 running it and in the top 10 yards per carry they're 10th in the nfl in yards per game at 117.9 4.3 yards a carry eighth best in the nfl the difference is they're only giving up 96.8 10th in the nfl 3.6 a carry fourth in the nfl jacksonville was dead last in the nfl against the run and the bengals couldn't run it at all so what are they going to do against a team that's in the top ten in both yards allowed and yards per carry? They're in the top five. I'll tell you what, they're looking at the exact same thing that happened down in Jacksonville. They're going to have to be more competitive yeah. and win at the line of scrimmage like they couldn't get done down in Jacksonville. They're going to have to do it down in uh, Tennessee to compete in this football game. Have to get physical and compete at the line of scrimmage. Well, you know, the other thing, Tennessee has a little bit of incentive as well. It's uh, Terry Rabisky's birthday Sunday. Yeah. So I'm sure these guys wouldn't like nothing better than to give the coach a little birthday present. But, you know, Lab, we talked about A.J. Green last week, you know, uh, just kind of losing a little bit. They've got a guy – uh, on their team, um, Lewan Taylor Lewan has a mean streak in him. You right. get him a little ruffled, a couple of uh, penalties on him, that might change the complexity of the game as well. Well, the guy that's really done a good job with him boxing that area, the head, uh, the line coach is Russ Grimm, the former the Washington Redskins hog. <laughs> and Russ Grimm is a hell of a football player, and he's a very, very outstanding offensive line coach. And he said to Taylor Lewan, look, channel, funnel your your – energy right. and your mindset the proper way he's not uh he's doing a much better job of not losing his mind and and, and ch- channeling it toward beating the defensive player right taylor lawan out of michigan first round pick made the pro bowl on the other side this is is important even more so to me jack conklin first rounder last year out of michigan state didn't make the pro bowl but he's first team all pro right. so they have bookend offensive linemen they have book they have a duo at the running back position Big, 
physical. You know, two linemen from the Big Ten. Uh, they got DeMarco Murray from Oklahoma, Derrick Henry from Alabama. You got Michigan State. You got Michigan. You got Oklahoma. You get Alabama. What do they do? Run the football. And they brought them to the National Football League, and they said, guys, we're going to run the football and make life easier and better for our quarterback, Marcus Mariota, and it, so far it's working for him. Well, I tell you another guy that, that I've always been a fan of, Brian Arapko. And, Arapko, you know, yeah. yeah. And here, here's the thing I liked about him. They talked about uh, after they beat the Baltimore Ravens, and he said, I'm just taking a piece of the quote here. He said, I told you guys in the media that ever since that Houston game, we do not want that to happen again. So we looked ourselves in the mirror and let's, said, let's start getting the job done. Guys are lining up and really kicking tail. And, I mean, the thing that stood out to me is they looking in the mirror. you got to look in the mirror. You can't worry about the guy next to you, the guy on the no other side of you. No pointing fingers. Yeah, yeah. Look in the mirror and say, what else can I do or what can I correct to make sure that I do my job? Because if 11 guys have that same attitude, then that's what happens. And, you know, speaking of stats, I wanted to say this before I forgot – 250 yards passing this year, they've had twice, and they won both those games. So they got to get some passing going, we know, but they've really got to establish the run. The run, the run makes it much easier it makes to pass. Play action becomes reality versus, are oh, you just doing that to try to fool who? Nobody? Right. right. So I you got to get it done. You got to get the running game done. You, you, uh, you got to get the running game established, and then it's so much easier to throw the football, so much easier to pass protect. When you don't have a running game and you're one dimensional, they are teeing off on you, coverage is tighter, becomes a much tougher dynamic. The key to their defense is Jarrell Casey. This guy has made Ugh. the Pro Bowl the last two years, he's uh, very disruptive. I thought the last time the Bengals uh, played the Tennessee uh, Titans, uh, Clint Bowling had a very, very good game against Casey, and that was one of the reasons they won the football game. So if Clint Bowling can play against Casey like he did last time, and not only Brian Arakpo, but the other uh, edge rusher at linebacker, Derek Morgan. Yes. These were both first-round picks by the Tennessee Titans. He's got five of their 13 sacks. He's got five. Last year he had nine. Arakpo had ten and a half. They combined last year for 19 and a half sacks. This year Arakpo only has a sack and a half, and, K- and Morgan has five. They have six and a half sacks between them. But in a season and a half, that's, uh, that's 26 quarterback sacks, 19 and a half last year, six and a half this year. That tandem coming off the edge with Casey creating havoc in the middle, and that, that's not to even speak of the back end. The, biggest, the, the best uh, player they have making the most plays is their safety. I mean, this kid leads the National Football League, Bayard. He's got six interceptions. He's had five interceptions in the last two games, five in the last two weeks. To put it in perspective, the Cincinnati Bengals, they've, they've got uh, five interceptions on the season. they got five interceptions on the season. He has six himself, and plus he has, he has a fumble recovery. Five and two games. Five I and mean, two so, games. There's only know. five guys in the history of the National Football League that have done that. The last guy to do it was D'Angelo Hall in 2010. He's one of five guys to get five interceptions in back-to-back weeks. That is, I mean, that's, there's luck involved there, but that's getting your hands on a lot of footballs, getting your hands on tip balls. He's always in the right place at the right time. I say being in position has a lot to no do doubt. that. And one of those guys that is uh, part of that record is Mike Haynes, number 22, right. who I enjoyed watching a lot of times With playing. the Patriots, great player. Man, great player, great player. Tell you what, we'll take a break right here. we got a lot more football to talk about. Special guests coming up later. You're listening to the Bengals Pat Riley Show presented by Miller Lite at Buffalo Wings and Rings on the First All Logistics Bengals Radio Network. We'll be right back. 
You hear that sound? Looks like Chevy's been doing their homework. Sounds like the 2017 Chevy closeout is on. Can I drive it out of here? I'm buying this. You guys have a Chevy dealer around the corner? <laughs> the 2017s are going fast. Now get special closeout pricing on our most popular 2017 Chevy models like Silverado, Tahoe, and Traverse. It's time to trade in. Get a great deal during the 2017 Chevy closeout. See your tri-state Chevy dealers. Offer only on select models. Not available with special finance, lease, or other offers. Take delivery by 113017. See participating dealer for details. Hey, how was your weekend? Not terrible. Spent the whole weekend trying to replace my leaking heating oil tank. Oh, I had that happen to me last year. Thankfully, I signed up for Lycans Energy Solutions' new tank insurance program before it happened. So they replaced my tank at no cost, saving me over 1400 bucks. Maybe I should switch and sign up so this doesn't happen to me again. Yeah, just call Lycans Energy Solutions today. Lycans At A.E. Door and Window, we've got you covered, or should I say, closed up. From Colope garage doors, LiftMaster garage door openers, entry doors and windows, A.E. offers quality products that offer the best in insulation, energy efficiency, and security. So whatever the home opening you need closed up, you can count on A.E. Door and Window. With a variety of styles to fit any budget and free estimates. Call us today at 742-1984 or online at aedoorsales.com. A.E. Door and Window, where we sell the best and service the rest. A.E. Serving the tri-state area since 1978, Nixco Plumbing offers 24-7 emergency service for any home or business. Nixco is family-owned and A-plus rated with the BBB. Let the pros at Nixco Plumbing take care of all of your plumbing problems. Call Nixco Plumbing today at 513-331-7714 or visit nixcoplumbing.com. Don't go to the average Joe for your plumbing problems. Call Nixco. RNL Carriers is the fastest, friendliest, most dependable transportation provider in the LTL industry. And RNL Carriers can manage your e-commerce, order fulfillment, and kitting needs with their state-of-the-art distribution centers located around the U.S. and overseas. Their global shipping specialists will guide you through the complexities of international shipping with their import-export, air, ocean, transborder, and custom brokerage services. Trust RNL Carriers. We really do ship anything, anywhere, anytime. Just log on to rlc.com to learn more. All of us at Furniture Fair would like to congratulate Anthony Munoz on being chosen as the number one football player in the 50-year history of our local football team. Anthony is a Hall of Famer on and off the football field, and Furniture Fair is proud to have partnered with Anthony for all these years. From Cincinnati's number one furniture store, Furniture Fair and our employees salute our friend Anthony Munoz on this well-deserved honor. Welcome back to the Bengals Pep Rally Show presented by Miller Light and Buffalo Wings and Rings on the First Star Logistics, Bengals Radio Network, Wayne Box, Miller, Dave Lapham. Hey, are you or someone you know active in the community? Kroger and PNG are teaming up to bring a community champion to each Bengals home game. We want to hear your story. To send in a story, email us at communitychampion at bengals.nfl.net. Community champion at Bengals.nfl.net. Wayne Boxmiller, Dave Lapham. This Sunday, the three and five Cincinnati Bengals, the five and three Titans. One o'clock tilt on Fox 19, but listen to it on the radio. Watch the video on uh, TV and listen to Lap and uh, Dan Horde. Congratulations to our buddy Dan Horde. Uh, yes. He presented a CSPN award and uh, yep. very deserving. Absolutely. A pro's pro. Right now he's doing UC basketball. That's just ending, I guess. And he's got a UC football game tonight. 
And then he'll uh, get on the plane and head with us to Nashville. So Dan's a busy man, to say the least. He's a busy man. Good thing he has Sam as his uh, sidekick yeah, right. to pick up the slack. All right, we were talking about, uh, you know, the Tennessee Titan game and uh, the running game. And, uh, again, we talk about the double Ds. I call them DeMarco Murray and Derrick Henry. And, you know, DeMarco Murray, you think back when he was with Dallas, man, just, I mean, just ripping up yards after yards after yards. Led the NFL in rushing. Yeah. Goes to Philadelphia, that bombs, and then he comes to Tennessee and finds a home. And very quiet now. You know, just part of the offense and, you know, just contributing. Derrick Henry, Alabama guy, coming in. And as you said, a lap. you got to really wrap up these guys because they're, they're not going down easy. Well, last year, DeMarco Murray rushed for over 1,200 yards and led the AFC. He was number one in the AFC in rushing. That's a, that's a pretty good accomplishment. And then they had gotten Derrick Henry in 2015, won the Heisman Trophy, and they pick him up. So, I mean, you get a couple of guys that can ground and pound you, put you in the meat grinder, and, uh, you know, you got to stay away from uh, – you got to get them in third and long situations. Get those guys off the field, make them, you know, have to convert with uh, throwing the football with receivers. If you allow them to be in third and three or less, you're in trouble because, you know, these guys – they can run the ball for a first down. They can play action pass. You're thinking run. Throw it over your head. You cannot let them. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. In this game, just like the game against Jacksonville, the Bengals wanted to come out and dictate the tempo in their favor, not fall into the game the Jacksonville Jaguars wanted to play. Right, right. And it didn't work out. Jacksonville got the Bengals into playing their game. It cannot allow the Tennessee Titans to impose their will and make the Bengals play the Tennessee Titan type of game. The Bengals are going to have to, in my mind box, come out and, and, and play well early. And, uh, and, then, and then at that point in time, they have to uh, try to come from behind, play from behind. Throw the football when you're behind is a, is a much different dynamic than throwing the football when you're playing with a lead. A stat that uh, is significant, the Cincinnati Bengals – are 0-4 this year when the opposition scores first. 0-4 when the, when the opponent scores first. So that's, uh, that's definitely significant. The Bengals need to score first, get a lead, play with a lead, make the Titans play from behind instead of if they get a lead on you by more than a score, they're just going to take the ball, the air out of the football and run, try to run it down your throat. All right, Wayne Boxmiller, Dave Lapham, you've got some, plenty of time to join us. We're here till 5.30. And... Uh, Big day today for us. Uh, we're looking forward to talking with A.J. McCarron later in the show. But Cincinnati Bengals, uh, again, got to get one. 
And uh, to your Got to get a win. Just, just one. We're yep. not looking beyond that. Just yep. get one. You know, the other thing we were talking about, uh, the defense, Wesley Woodyard last week, 20 tackles, 13 solo. I mean, you know, you look at the, the guys on this defense, just like our defense. I mean, we got players on our defense, but uh, you really got to be prepared to go up against a defense, as you said, that has uh, been very effective. But I think one thing about the Tennessee Titan team that a lot of people, they just don't know about them. They're not prime time like a lot of the Patriots, right. the Broncos, the Steelers, you know, the, the Packers that are always on TV. So a lot of people are going to get their first opportunity to see just what all the noise is in uh, Tennessee. And they got him. He's a Kentucky player, uh, came out of Kentucky, went to the Denver Broncos. Um, he's made two huge plays looking at tape. Two huge plays on fourth down. He had a big stop on fourth down against Indianapolis, a big stop on fourth down against the Baltimore Ravens. They won both of those football games, and that's like a turnover. When you stop a team on downs, that's like forcing a fumble, recovering it. That's like an intercept. If, if the possession does not end in a kick, punt, extra point, or field goal, in my mind, it's a turnover. When you stop the team on four downs, you get the ball. They haven't kicked it anywhere. You get it right at the line of scrimmage. That's a turnover, and he, he will not get credit for two takeaways, right. but those are two takeaways. When you have two fourth-down tackles like he's had during the course of this season, those are like uh, two takeaways for sure. <laughs> Wayne Box, Miller, Dave Lapp, I'm glad to have you aboard if you're listening or if you're in uh, our viewing audience. But, you know, the other thing that I looked at uh, in terms of uh, a glaring number that you just have to correct this year, and correct me if I'm wrong, the Bengals have only had one 100-yard Right, rushing game, and when you look at the talent of Mixon, Hill, and Giovanni Bernard, that just doesn't sound right. But you know, it's the truth, and so it is. Again, we don't want to beat a dead horse, but um, in the NFL, you have got to run the football. Well, the offensive line has to do a better job in the relationship between the running back and offensive line. It's called tracks. The course that they run has to be tight and it has to be on the same page. And the whole, right now, the whole thing's disjointed. I would love to see Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard get started, though, because you see what they're capable of. When they get the ball to those guys in space, when they throw the ball to them and they're in space, you can see what they're capable of. But right now, they're just not able to get started. There's no push. There's no point of attack. Can't get them started. When they're having to make their first cut in their own backfield, that's brutal. When, when you got a guy like Bell with Pittsburgh making his first cut two or three yards past the line of scrimmage and get him started, he can make things happen. Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard have shown over and over again. You get, again, you throw the ball, pitch it to them in space, they can get something started. you got to get these guys started at the line of scrimmage in the running game. And Box, we got uh, two companies here this afternoon that are, that are quite interesting. Total quality, uh, or I should say, uh, First Star First Logistics is here, sitting right here in front of us. First Star Logistics, the, the guys uh, do a great job. It's a great place to work. I mean, they're, they're international, not just national. They're international. The way they handle uh, uh, logistics and transportation and logistics, First Star Logistics, they are the sponsor of the Bengals Radio Network. And uh, so they're, they always come on Fridays, periodically on Mondays as well. And they have kind of uh, business meetings here. And they decide what their next goal is going to be at First Star <laughs> Logistics. And, and I, like I was kidding the other day, Donald Trump, uh, he hires them to solve the world's problems. But... First, uh, first thing they have to do is take care of business at First Star Logistics. And then my son Dave's here with uh, some folks from Honeywell, and they're here this afternoon as well. The, real, little... the real Dave Lapham yeah, is here. Yeah, That's my, what I say. The Dave real Lapham Dave Lapham is, is here. Yep, and so Honeywell, they're having a little corporate meeting here at, uh, 
at Buffalo Wings and Rings as well. Well, you know what? Great family. I got to meet your mother-in-law last week. Yes. I, that's, I'm a fan of hers now. She has like her fan club has doubled now because I'm, like, yeah. I'm like a big fan of hers. She's an awesome lady. You know what? Uh, we were talking about uh, Tyler Croft and, uh, you know, just the way he stepped up into that role. And I had a chance to talk with C.J. Uzoma about, you know, you know, sometimes, man, when a guy goes down, as Brandon LaFell said, you said, other people have to step in. Yep. And I was just talking next to him. Next man up. Yeah, next man up. And I was talking to uh, uh, Uzoma about that. And here's my conversation with him. Um, you guys are going into, you know, the last half of the season pretty much. And, you know, you've got tight end by committee. But you guys have really stepped up and just uh, picked up the slack for uh, Ty Leifert. Yeah. Um, I think we've done a really good job of um, – just kind of having that next man up mentality and um, obviously there's a lot of things that we need to work on that coaches make sure they emphasize on a week-to-week basis but I mean we know that and um, yeah we're just trying to do our part to, to help the team. You've had some longevity in this league and I think you understand uh, they always say be ready and I think this position proves it. Yeah I mean um, time position is a, is a physically demanding one um, I mean you see that around, you see that around the league um, we get banged up. We're asked to, to block 300-pound guys at times and then run routes against guys that are 200 pounds. So, um, But that, that's kind of what makes the position fun. Um, we're kind of a utility, we feel like. Um, I'm sure if you're asking any tight end around the league, they'll say that. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely is a, a physically demanding position. What's the gratifying thing for a tight end? You know, as you said, we look at you guys, you know, you don't get the, the go routes. You know, you got the 300-pound guy. But what's the most gratifying thing about the position for you? Uh, I mean, it just depends. Depends on the possession. Depends on the the game. Because um, obviously, a lot of game plans are different. But uh, if, if the game plan calls, I mean, for me personally, yeah. if the game plan calls for a lot of passing, and <laughs> I'm like, all right, nice, <laughs> put put me on a linebacker or whatever. Um, that could defeat us. That'd be awesome. Um, but at the same time, you know, if we know we know it's going to be a, a running game, then um, Kevin Minnie, you know, he he helps me out. He's my mentor. Um, <laughs> Um, but so I mean, it just it just depends for sure. Yeah, and lastly, when you think about Tyler Eifert, um, what does he give you guys in terms of maybe some eyes on the sideline or just in film that maybe helps you? I mean, he's a vet. He's he's yeah. a vet out there. He knows uh, how to how to attack leverages for pass routes, how to engage a guy in blocking, and um, you know, he's all he's he's in our ear and. Um, he's our guy, man. He's uh, he, he's our head honcho, even though he's not out there with us. Um, we look to and lean on him a lot, and um, he know, we know we can go to him with any questions, and he'll, even if we don't have questions, he'll he'll add his two cents, and and it helps a lot. Okay, thanks, man. That's it. Thank Appreciate you. you. You know, I was looking at Tyler Croft the last two games, seven catches for 125 yards, and you talked about a couple of big plays. I mean, he really. Uh, now you're saying Tyler now, and people are saying, wait a minute, you mean right. Croft or Eifert? I mean, because he really is making a statement. And, you know, it's uh, it's remarkable because he was drafted in the third round out of Rutgers. They already had Tyler Eifert, and they thought, you know, we want to go with uh, two tight end package, and, and two, two capable tight ends do so much for your offense. It makes the defense balance up. You can attack both sides of the football field equally. And when the New England Patriots were doing it for Hernandez, uh, God rest his soul, committed suicide and getting the problems that he got in, they were, when you had Gronk and Hernandez, that was oh. a two tight end formation that gave people a lot of problems. So a lot of teams, you know, were the Patriots are cutting edge. The Patriots did it first. A lot of teams tried to do what the Patriots were doing with those two tight ends. And the Bengals thought the two Tylers, Eifert and Croft, caused people a lot of problems. They would. Right. If, if Tyler Eifert could stay healthy, having Tyler Eifert on the field and Tyler Croft with what he's shown he can do, 
man, that would be a one-two punch at tight end that would cause people a lot of problems. But I like the name Tyler Times, too, man. That's, that's right. A, that's a good poster waiting to happen. And Tyler Boyd as well. Yeah, how about that, three man? Three Tylers. Ty- <laughs> say that three times yeah. real fast. Yeah. All right, we'll say take a break right now because that's what we're going to do. You're listening to the Bengals' Pat Riley Show, presented by Miller Lite at Buffalo Wings and Rings, Kingsville location on the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Welcome back to the Bengals Pet Rally Show right here on the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network presented by Miller Lite at Buffalo Wings and Rings right here, Kings Mill Road, Wayne Box Miller, Dave Lapp. I'm glad to have you aboard. Great crowd out tonight. And uh, tell you what, it's getting cold outside. Oh, it, yeah. Before I forget, I want to send my uh, condolences and, and just best wishes to uh, Jake Fisher. I know that he's wanting to play, wanting to be around the team, but uh, disclosed the irregular heartbeat and just uh, being precautious about that, but uh, one of my favorite guys as well, and uh, just wish him a good, safe recovery more than anything. Yeah, and this isn't the first time that he's had the irregular heartbeat. I remember a couple of years ago he had it, and uh, he had it during the off season. I remember talking to him uh, at his locker about it, and it, it's a scary thing. Uh, you remember Sherman White? Yeah, we yeah. had a uh, t- teammate of mine, uh, Sherman White, with the Bengals defensive end, had uh, a procedure done where. He had, it, your heart, there's one mechanism that controls the electric current in your heart, and he had like an extra, and that was causing an irregular heartbeat and an improper rhythm of his heart. So they did a procedure, and they went and zapped one of them and shut down one of the electrical currents. Jeez. And the other one just took a, it's a three-word procedure. I can't think of the name of the, of the procedure, but Sherman White had that done. And I don't know what procedure you know, that uh, Jake's looking at. And it sounds, like Marvin said, it sounds worse than it is because, I mean, Sherman had it done and played a bunch of years after he had right. it done. But you just had to had to go and, and uh, straighten out the uh, the current, the electrical current in the heart. And it was like, you know, kind of having having um, problems with, with the beat and the rhythm. So it's nothing to sneeze at, that's for sure. And I'm sure in the first quarter of the football game, you know, when your heart starts racing like that, you have the regular heartbeat. I'm sure that scared Jake to death that it happened during the course of the game. So they took him to the hospital and and uh, made sure that he was he was okay. And, and he flew back with the team. But then when they did the follow up procedure and and um, and saw what they saw, I guess they decided that it's time to, to have a procedure and, and shut it down for a while because you have something like that done, physical right. activity, strenuous physical activity like that. It's it stands to reason you can't be doing that kind of thing. Can't be doing it, and you know. So you got uh, Eric Winston back, and I talked to Trey Hopkins. Uh, you know these guys. Uh, you know, and you're an offensive lineman. You're like a band of brothers. You don't. You know, you don't get the uh, stat sheet uh, stuffers and the, you know the the yards per carry and the catches and all that. But you're down in the trenches. But I talked to Trey Hopkins. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. 
Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. About uh, that, among other things. Talk about, um, you know, with Jake being out and you get a guy like Garris Winston, you know, having a veteran come in really kind of help stabilize until he gets back. Um, I mean, Eric's been a guy. That's, he's been here a long time. I mean, he took a couple weeks away uh, after <laughs> camp, but I mean, he's just a guy that that we know around here and a guy that knows the system around here. So it's not really like much has changed. I mean, we're we're gonna miss Jake definitely, and I mean, especially me playing next to him. I mean, that's my guy. Um, but we got we got Andre. I mean, Andre's another vet- veteran guy. We got two guys that have had a lot of snaps of football. So we're we're, we're not. In such a bad situation there. You know, one thing about the offensive line, you know, all the skilled guys get all the glory and all that, but you guys are a good band of brothers. I mean, you stick together and really look out for each other. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's the hallmark of any line. I mean, you have to... You have to stick together, I mean, because you have to work as a unit. It's not a position where one one guy can really shine. I mean, if you're do, if you're all doing good, then you're a great offensive line. I mean, if one person's doing bad, then y'all, you're a bad offensive line. And so you have to really stick stick with each other. And you have, I mean, you really have to care about each other on an individual basis, like as friends, as brothers. And going against Tennessee, you know, Rapco, and uh, they have a good front. But, you know, in this league, man, every week you're up for a challenge. Yeah, there's no there's no weeks off. There's not there's not a week where you could just kind of sleep on your techniques or just relax on your preparation. So it's just a, another week like that where we have to grind and we have to prepare for another physical challenging opponent. Right. And I know you guys wish, wish Jake well, and we do as well. But uh, in the interim, you know, playing well helps him feel good i'm sure yeah i I mean of course we're all wishing jake well and i mean we're all going to be we're going to be seeing it in the very near future it's like not like he's a a pariah i mean i mean we know where he lives we still hang out with with jake it's not like he's just an outcast now but yeah we're, we're wishing him well and i know he's he's pulling for us to get get the wins while he's away thanks man appreciate it you know, a bright guy, and you were telling me, I mean, this guy's plans beyond football uh, mirrors that of Tommy Casanova. So just yeah, wait. yeah, he's got some uh, interest in, in the medical profession in some way, shape, or form, and he's a very bright guy. He did well academically at Texas. And, you know, here's a guy that was a college free agent, but he was a, a two-time uh, all-Big 12 offensive lineman at University of Texas. So he's not, he's not chopped liver, that's for sure. And I, I do think getting Eric Winston back is – is the best uh, solution because uh, he, he was in training camp until the very end. Right. Now, they've, they've adjusted a little bit offensively, but he understands the language, the, the schematics, uh, the, the, the blocking assignments. He, he's already up to speed on that, all of them maybe except two or three plays that they may have installed since. So, um, I, obviously, from a mental standpoint, uh, that's the easiest way to go. But being 33 years old, I'll tell you what, I mean, you can lift weights, you can run, you can be in great cardiovascular shape and strong, but the pushing and pulling a football, particularly as a lineman, 
all the attachments, the ligand, ligaments, tendons, that's where the soreness comes in. When you're doing all that hitting, pushing, and pulling, yeah. that's football shape. And you, the only way to get in football shape is to play football. And he's played football, you know, for, for months. I mean, eight games, and that's, that's a long time. So if he has to play significant snaps against the Tennessee <laughs> Titans, R- rigor mortis is going to set in on Monday morning, I can tell you that. He'll, uh, he'll be in the tub for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Don't look for him. Just go look in the, in the uh, training room. Exactly. And look for the guy sitting in the tub. Wayne yep. Box Miller, Dave Lapham. You're coming up uh, Cincinnati Bengals, Tennessee Titans, as I said. We talked about uh, Dick LeBeau earlier about him and uh, Rabitsky. But, you know, Lap, one of the things, uh, you talk to any player that's ever played for Dick LeBeau. Um, you know, we talked to Eric Thomas, Solomon Wilcott, I mean, Rod Woods. You could just, I mean, the Hall of Fame list and pro bowlers and all pros would take up the whole show. But he really found a way to connect with his players over the years. You're right, Box. And whether it's a, a pro bowl guy or a guy that played three snaps for him, universally they love the guy. He just has... It. He has the yes. it factor. He has something that's hard to describe. He's such a great human being. Um, the first year that he got into coaching, I had him in the senior bowl. He was on Mike McCormick's staff as, as a special teams coach back in 1974. He had just retired from the game as an active player. And we could tell, I mean, just the way, the way he conducted meetings, the way he was, you know, into it on the practice field, and the way he could teach. And he was so enthusiastic and unbridled joy for the game. He still, you know, he had just gotten done playing. Right. But you could tell that his love for the game was just off the charts. And, and just as fine a human being as you'd ever want to meet. Just yes. a guy you want to be I around. I love being know? around him. I, He's you know, something. He's he something reminds else. me a lot in a different way, but I'm saying this in terms of just the magnetic charm of Mike Tomlin. You know, we talked to Ken Anderson one time on Bengals game plan, and Ken says, man, you get around this guy. And there's something about him. And everybody says the same thing about him. And just certain guys have that magnetic uh, appeal that yeah. you, you just don't forget them. And, and Dick's not a boisterous guy. In fact, Smooth. he's on the quiet side, yeah, you know. <laughs> and he just, he, he's very humble. And, uh, and you're right. I mean, he will never have an ulcer. He'll never have <laughs> high blood pressure. Dick LeBeau is chill, man. He is chill. No matter what. No, and, and, I mean, all kinds of things could go, be going on around him. Bombs could be going off and everything. And he, he, his heart rate would be, his pulse would be like about 48. You know what yeah. I mean? He does not lose his mind in any way, shape, or form at any time. It's unbelievable how, how poised and controlled he is. And there's different types of leadership styles, and his is very unique, and it's all about Dick LeBeau. All about Dick LeBeau, man. I tell you, what a great guy. I think, are we doing a break here, man? I get so caught up in football. <laughs> I, I just love talking football here, but I think we'll take a break right here and we'll come back because I want to do a deeper dive into, you know, like coaches like LeBeau and just how do you make this transition from going from a player, you get the longevity, then you become a position coach. But I want to talk about the fact of how the game has changed from when he first got in it to how he stays relevant. You're listening to the Bengals Pat Riley Show right here on the First All Logistics Bengals Radio Network presented by Miller Lite at Buffalo Wings and Rings. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Bengals Pet Rally Show presented by Miller Lite at Buffalo Wings and Rings right here in Kings Mill Road on the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Wayne Box Miller, Dave Lapham. Bengal fans, on Mondays, make sure to join Lance McAllister and Dave Lapham for Bengals Line presented by Bud Light live at Holy Grail Banks from 6 
to 9 p.m. And uh, look forward to you guys talking about a win. I'm going to stay optimistic. I don't care about hear that. what other people think. I will remain optimistic until further notice. Okay? <laughs> All right. So looking at the uh, comparison you were talking about, the Titans only are putting up uh, maybe one touchdown more on offense than the Bengals. They're averaging uh, almost 23 points a game. 317 yards of offense, and the Bengals right now at 269. Uh, defensively, as you said, the Titans are giving up 24 points a game, and the Bengals' defense is giving up uh, 19-8, and uh, the Titans are giving up 330 yards per game. So the opportunities are there based on the statistics, meaning they have a chance to do something against this defense. Well, it started, um, you know, they, they were 2-1, and one, and they go to Houston, they get blown out 57-14. to 14. And a Dick LeBeau defense to have 57 points hung on them is rare. Since then, uh, they've given up uh, 16 points to Miami. They gave up 22 to Indianapolis. They gave up 9 to the Browns, and they gave up 20 to Baltimore. So they, defense has been playing well since that blowout loss to Houston. But when you give up 57 in an eight-game stretch, that really kind of distorts your average a little bit. They had one, you know, outlier against the Houston Texans where right. they allowed uh, Deshaun Watson to light them up for 57 points. So... This, uh, this defense, it's, it's basically the same defense that Dick LeBeau ran in Pittsburgh in, in box. Anytime you have a guy, whether it's a player or a coach, who changes the way the game is played, you have a historic situation and a history uh, maker. Dick LeBeau, with the 3-4 zone blitz defense that he came up with, right. that everybody in the league started doing, you know you've got something when everybody starts copying you. And to this day... Not only I mean, Pittsburgh does it, obviously Tennessee does it. There's so many teams in the league that run this 3-4 zone blitz where they'll drop a defensive lineman in coverage, no blitz a linebacker or a defensive back, and it all started with Dick LeBeau and that Pittsburgh Steeler defensive uh, uh, coaching and, staff. And I was going to ask you, you know, before we went to break and, and having a conversation around that, he stayed relevant through so many changes in football, not only with the rules, but the player personality types. He has been able to stay relevant through it all. I think, to me, that's his you know, legacy from my perspective. You know, The guy that played with you is a lot different than the guy that's playing now, and he's sure. been able to relate to every generation of player. You're right. I mean, the thing about Dick is he's very pliable, very flexible personality-wise, but he has a set of rules for his, his uh, football, you know, on the football yeah. field. But how many 80-year-old guys do you know that are cool? Dick LeBeau's cool. Right. Guys look at Dick LeBeau and they say, this guy's cool. Right. You know? <laughs> I mean, how many 80-year-old grandfathers do you know that everybody that they're associating with say, man, that dude's cool? Right. That's Dick LeBeau. Dick LeBeau is just one of those guys that, that – uh, has a great ability to communicate and connect. The, you know, the two important C's, connect with people first and foremost, and then be able to communicate, you know, on their level. And it, it's a rare talent, and he's got it, man. He's got it big time. You know, when you look at the coach, Malarkey, uh, and, and, you know, again, we talked about 99 years of coaching between two guys. You know, they know that, you know, no matter what the first half looks like, no matter what the third quarter looks like, you know, there's always some more football left to be played. And I think to have that kind of uh, brain trust on the sideline to keep your guys focused, like, look, you can't worry about what's happened. We're still in this game. And, you know, conversely, not to take anything away from our staff, you got Hassel, who's been a head coach. Right. You know, Marvin 
Lewis has been around a long time. You've got a lot of guys that know this game of football. And, Lab, I think one of the things that we used to see uh, with this franchise, you know, 15 years back or before Marvin got here, they get down, it was over. I mean, I don't care if it was the first quarter, second quarter, you called those games, you could see the head goes down. And sure. The body language is different. But, you know, right now guys really have to say, you know, no matter what happens, keep looking for the next play, focus on the next play, and let's, let's get it done. You know what's interesting, Box, is uh, talking about Dick LeBeau and the 3-4 zone blitz. Uh, Mike Zimmer and Paul Gunther, who's now the defensive coordinator with the Bengals, and, of course, Zim has right. moved on from defensive coordinator to head coach with the Vikings. But when Zim was defensive coordinator here, Paul Gunther's responsibility was to break down pass protections. And between Mike Zimmer and Paul Gunther, they came up with the double-A gap blitz that everybody's using, walking two linebackers up into the gaps between the center and the guard on either side of the center. And with that, that, from that look, when you have at least seven guys at the line of scrimmage, they can both blitz, they can cross blitz, they can cross with defensive linemen, they can drop into coverage in many different ways. You can run half your coverages from that double-A gap blitz. You can run a myriad of blitzes. You can do so many things from that double-A gap. Now all over the league and in college football, you see teams doing double-A gap blitz stuff. A lot of pressure right right up the middle. But my point is everybody started doing it. So when everybody – the NFL is a copycat league. They start copycatting Dick LeBeau's uh, zone, uh, three, four zone blitz. They start copycatting the double A gap blitz. When you have something that changes the game where everybody starts to do it, you come up with something big time. And uh, Mike Zimmer and Paul Gunther came up with a big, uh, a big deal themselves that other teams started copying. All right, it's a big deal where we are because we're at Buffalo Wings and Rings. We're taking a break. You're listening to the Bengals Pet Rally Show right here on ESPN 1530, presented by Miller Light on the first Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Welcome back to the Bengals Pet Rally Show, presented by Miller Light at Buffalo Wings and Rings, Kings Mill Road location on the first Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Wayne Boxmiller. Dave Lapham, don't forget this Sunday, the Cincinnati Bengals, Tennessee Titans on Fox 19, not uh, CBS, even though it's an AFC game. It's a long story. Just trust me, turn to Channel 19. Turn the volume down. Listen to Dave Lapham and Dan Horde. And uh, the 74th, uh, 75th time that these two teams will be playing. And uh, whenever they played back in the uh, uh, Astrodome and Bum Phillips was down there, Lapham, it was always oh. a lot of head banging. Uh, you know, just it was just a war all the time, and there were a lot of injuries. So speaking of injuries, we got the Tri Health uh, injury report. Yeah, let's uh, let's fill people in on what's going on there. Jeremy Hill is out with the ankle injury. He will not suit up for the game. Pat Sims is out with his calf injury. He will not suit up. Kevin Minner is out with his elbow problem. He will not suit. So that's three guys down. Sean Williams is doubtful. He didn't practice uh, today. So Sean Williams has a hamstring issue. Hopefully he'll be able to go. Drake Kirkpatrick was limited in one of the practices. He went full today. He's going to be able to play. Vontez Burfick, the thigh injury. Uh, he full full go today. He will go. Michael Johnson has got a back issue. He was limited earlier in the week but went full today. Chris Smith with an ankle injury went limited earlier in the week, but he went full today, so it looks good. And for the first time, Tyler Boyd went full in practice today. So uh, will Tyler Boyd be available? And then finally, uh, the kicker, Randy Bullock, still suffering with a back problem. He uh, injured his back lifting last Tuesday, and he didn't, wasn't able to kick muscle spasms in the back. Wasn't able to kick against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, he was limited. He went full today. But one of the kickers is going to be deactivated, Marshall Kane or Randy Bullock. 
depending on how Randy Bullock's back responds to the practice that he had today. If he wakes up on Sunday morning with a little bit of an issue, they'll go over early and kick at the stadium and make a determination whether Bullock or Kane will be the place kicker against the Tennessee Titans. All right, thank you. That's the Tri-Health Injury Report. For more on the great service you can find at Tri-Health, go to trihealth.com. Wayne Boxmiller, Dave Lapham, uh, broadcasting live from Buffalo Wings and Rings right here in Kingsmill Road. Great location. We were here last week, this week, and we'll be here next week. And, again, early start time at 2.30 versus the normal 3 o'clock time slot. So we'll get a jump on everything. Of course, traffic will be a little less uh, when you do that. You know, I wanted to talk about uh, – um, Dory Jackson, again, you know, the uh, NFL did a lot with the breast cancer um, right. awareness and things. And his mom is a breast cancer survivor. And uh, this kid, I mean, you listen to his story. I don't know if any of you are listening radio or live in person. Uh, just story, you know, the mother raising the kids uh, by herself, doing a great job and kept it from him while he was in college because she did not want him to be distracted or whatever. And I say, that's, you know. You know, being a single mom is tough, but to hold that kind of news from a kid because you don't want to affect what he's doing is... That's a mother's uh, love there. That's a mother's love there, Ooh, Lab. I'm Man, telling I, you. And uh, while we're talking about this type of thing, uh, Carlos Dunlap was Defensive Player of the Week last week for his play against the Indianapolis Colts. Well, this week um, he was selected by the National Football League Players Association as community MVP for what he's doing with his foundation to stop bullying Eight-year-old uh, Gabriel uh, Tay committed suicide after being bullied in school. And Carlos Dunlap's trying to put an end to that. How about a hand for Carlos Dunlap in the community? Yeah, and we're going to talk about that on the other side. We're coming up on top of the hour. You're listening to the Bengals Pat Riley Show presented by Miller Lite of Buffalo Wings and Rings on the First All Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Welcome back to the Bengals Pat Riley Show right here on ESPN 1530 presented by Miller Lite on the First All Logistics Bengals Radio Network, Wayne Box, Miller, Dave Lapp. I'm glad to have you aboard. Hey, want to be part of the action during the week? Make sure to tune in to ESPN 1530 for Bengals Game Plan every Wednesday, presented by Bud Light with Dan Horde and Dave Lapp. I'm from 6 to 8 p.m. on the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Big shout out to First Star Logistics team here. Yes. Uh, they're, they're, I think the meeting can start Company now. Meeting. They're almost at full capacity here. Those onion rings look pretty good, though. Yeah, they okay. do. <laughs> I'll tell you. They've got to figure of... out how to transport them from there to here. That's what they've got to do. That's the first logistics challenge. A couple, uh, couple of adult beverages. No, not, never hurts anything. <laughs> you know, we haven't talked much about it, but we, we should. Um, a lot of times a lot of guys are doing a lot of great things off the field, and you were getting into – Carlos Dunlap, a guy that you and I both, uh, well, so many of us in the locker room sure. like this guy, but what he's doing with this anti-bullying campaign, not only here in Cincinnati, right. but on the road is something I've never heard of a player really doing. Yeah, and I think it's been done before, um, not not publicized as much as it should be. Yeah. Um, and, and Carlos has is, is, is done great work, and he, he continues to do great work, and um, he has the spa day. For, for women suffering from uh, from cancer and give them a spa day, you know, where they get manicure, pedicure, whatever the case may be, and he's right there in the spa with them and, and this anti-bullying thing. He's he's involved in, in quite a few worthwhile things with his foundation. He and Michael Johnson have teamed up. Uh, one plus one equals three there synergistically, you know, when those two guys team up and do some events together, uh, bookend defensive ends like that in the National Football League. And Andy Dalton's done, done so many great things. Sure. You know, for he's kind of like, uh, you know, the Ronald McDonald house as such for uh, Children's Hospital 
uh, when when uh, people have to come in from outside of the outside of the city, where do they stay? What do they do? Does he give them? You know, he allows them to have date nights. He allows them to uh, do things uh, in, in, and continue to be a family. And I mean, it's just it's just amazing when you know you think about what guys do. And, and, and a lot of them, Carlos, Michael, Andy, all these guys, their foundations are multi-pronged. It's not just in Cincinnati. It's back in their hometowns. Right, right. You know, it's back in Texas. It's back in Selma, Alabama. It's back in the state of Florida. And uh, like you say, Box, now you know they're taking it on the road. On away games, they're doing some things you know, on the weekends where they're, they're the visiting team. And that's great. I mean, that's, when you have a platform like the National Football League, you should use it as positively as you possibly can for as much as you can. And that's what these guys are getting done. Well, a lot of these guys do it, and I think sometime again it starts with the head coach. And I don't know of a coach that gives more to his community. There may be others that are right at that same level, but the work that Marvin Lewis does through the Marvin Lewis Community Fund uh, is right on par with these guys, and especially going into these schools and and kind of saying to kids, hey, man, it's cool to get a good education and good grades. Yeah, learning is cool. Learning is cool has been a huge, huge hit, and they've had so many kids, you know, up their grades go from C students to B, B to A, and stay there, you know, and, and uh, you know, what he's done with the scholarships, the Marvin Lewis Community Fund. Oh, he's my got, goodness. He's got kids that have now been, you know, on scholarship through the community fund all through college, and now they're, you know, gainfully employed and solid citizens in the workforce, you know, not only in the Cincinnati community but other communities right. that they've located to after uh, their college life. And it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And now they're going to pay it forward. Those, those kids have been positively affected, and, and they understand how important it was to them, and they're going to do it for somebody else. And so how can you, uh, how can you put a, you know, a, a, a price on that? I mean, it's, it's priceless what, what's done there. And, yeah, his tentacles have reached far. I agree with you, Box. I don't, I don't think anybody could have done more. He set a high, high bar. Maybe somebody's equaled it, but he gets out in the community and, and is the, the face of his foundation at least as, uh, as, as prominently, if not more so, than just about 99.9% of them. And I will say to my uh, uh, friend to my right, Dave Lapham, you're very involved in the community. You have given a lot of your time. You and, as well, Bob. And gotten behind a lot of good causes. So I want to thank you for all the work that you do in the you community. You as well. Thank you, brother. I, you know, we're all blessed to just no doubt have some semblance of health. I think maybe I'm right. I'm a little slower than I used to be. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> For the most part, we're doing a lot better. Right. You know, talking about a guy doing a lot better, Marcus Mariota. Man, I mean, you know, this this kid. You know, he was a. Uh, uh, a prize pick in the draft and uh, was doing very well, got hurt there for a while, but now he's come back and he has six career game winning drives already in his short career. And I think we already know right away if there's nothing there, he's a guy that you got to keep a spy on because if he takes the ball and runs with it, he's capable of doing exactly what Deshaun Watson did when he came here with Houston. You're right, Box. He's one of those kind of guys. I mean, he's a, he's a dual threat quarterback. And last year, his rookie year, threw for 3,426 yards. He was the first 3,000-yard passer since Matt Hasselbeck back in 2011 with the Tennessee Titans. He also threw 26 touchdown passes, the most since the franchise moved to Tennessee. The last guy to throw at least 26 touchdown passes, Warren Moon, 20 wow. years ago, How two decades ago. Yeah, so, I mean, when you're talking about the last time it's happened, Warren Moon, and you're doing it as a rookie, 26 touchdown passes, and... He only had nine interceptions, so it was almost a three-to-one margin. The thing about him, though, that is, is the craziest thing, he has thrown 34 touchdown passes with no interceptions in the red zone in his career. 34 touchdowns, 
No That's incredible statistic Unbelievable. Right there. Unbelievable. That is Wayne Boxmiller, Dave Lapp. I'm glad to have you aboard. And, again, Marcus Mariota has uh, 12 career games with a passer rating of at least 100, and uh, including last week's performance against the uh, Ravens. So the Titans are 11-1 and in those games where he has a passer rating of at least 100. And, again, it's just taking care of the football. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's special. There's, there's no question about it. Of his uh, nine interceptions last year, he only had 12 in the last, or four, I should say, in the last 12 games. <clears throat> this year, his touchdown-interception ratio isn't as good. Right. Six touchdowns, five interceptions, but still, he's thrown none in the red zone, uh, which, is, which is remarkable. As the field compresses, there's more and more, uh, there's less and less big holes. There's, there's a bigger chance, a greater risk of throwing interceptions, so you really have to be careful, and he has been. One last stat on red zone. The Bengals' offense remarkably, is 8-for-8 on the road in touchdowns in the red zone. They've been there eight times and scored eight touchdowns. Now, eight times is nowhere near enough. You know, you played multiple (laughs) road games. You know, you want to get there more times than eight. But the good news is all eight times they've been there, they punched it in the end zone. So that's a nice streak that I hope continues. Yeah, definitely that. Wayne Box, Miller, Dave Lapham, Buffalo Wings, the rings right here on Kings Mill Road out by Kings Island and uh, getting ready for a big game coming up against the Tennessee Titans. You know, Lap, one of the other things when you're talking about uh, this offense, you know, I think sometimes people um, ask a lot of questions. Well, why is this guy on the field? Why is that guy on the field? And one of those guys that comes to mind is John Ross. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should, too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. First round pick, and, you know, I talked with him, and, and, you know, obviously he'd like to be on the field, but one of the things that I think that's helping him, and he talked about that, is when you have veterans like A.J. Green and Brandon LaFell uh, kind of help you understand what's going on out there. So I had a conversation with him this week, and, and just talk to him about where he is right now. Here's my conversation with John Ross. Honestly, I did talk to him. <laughs> be on the field, but he understands the NFL is a business. 
So, um, kind of halfway into the season, and uh, what are you learning about the NFL that maybe you didn't know before your arrival? Uh, it's really a business. I mean, it's a, it's a lot that goes on, you know. Um, but really, it's just it's, it's real, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a lot different than college, really, so. When you um, look at uh, just trying to stay ready, because this is a game and uh, at a higher level where injuries, you know, can happen as quickly as anything, and you have to be ready. How do you keep yourself mentally prepared? Uh, I just gotta stay in the playbook and you know be, you know, continue doing the things that you've always been doing. And you know, when your number is called, you just gotta be ready. Yeah. And with the um, veterans that you have in the wide receiver core with uh, JoJo and uh, AJ, I mean, you're able to pick a lot of brains in, in the interim so you can be as best prepared as possible. Right, right. And those guys talk to me daily. Um, you know, even when we get home and, you know, it's still time to talk. Those guys always give me, they, you know, always give game back to me and I'm always listening and learning. So. And what do you feel like uh, as far as the last half of the season, um, you need to keep doing? Uh, is it just like staying ready, um, kind of anticipating if that opportunity and when that opportunity comes, I'll at least know what I need to do quickly? Yeah, um, you said it right right there, just staying ready, you know, um, just in case my number is called. Uh, but basically, continue to mentally prepare and um, staying physically ready and just, you know, whenever they're ready, then I'm ready. So, thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. You know, Lapin, it's probably one of the toughest things when you're a young guy and you feel like you can play and you, you want to play, and sometimes it's just just the way it stacks up. And the first question I ask him, he realizes it, it's a business. I mean, it, a lot of times things just have to line up for you to get out there. Yeah, and, and John Ross has got world-class speed running that 4-2-2-40. So when you – a guy like that that is uh, tightly wound, you know, in terms of hamstrings, uh, quadriceps, groins, all that – um, he feels like he has to be perfect. You know, he's a thoroughbred. He's not a Clydesdale. Right. Uh, linemen are Clydesdales, and they, they can play with pulled whatever. <laughs> Receivers, like Isaac Curtis that had yeah. that world-class speed, and like John Ross, they have to feel like they're as close to 100% as they can be. In the NFL, it's 100% injury risk, so you're never going to be 100% right. as soon as you start playing football. But with receivers and skill people, they make their money from their waist down. And they can deal with injuries to shoulders, elbows, whatever. But when they have injuries to their legs, that's when they're, they have issues. So I think mentally, in practice, what I can gather in talking to people, he's not free yet. He's not, he's hesitant. You know, he's still, yeah, he's still, yeah. not, he's still not there. Um, he's still getting over the injury. You have to practice at top speed. You have to be confident to be able to practice at top speed. And they feel like his confidence just isn't quite there yet. So he's still working his way back. Honestly, he, he didn't come to OTAs because he had, hadn't graduated yet from Washington. Right. So he missed a good number of those. And he was hurt anyway, uh, the shoulder surgery he had. Then he missed tr- training camp. And he's taking mental reps but no physical reps. And like we said, the only way you can get in football shape is to play football and right now, he's still, in Marvin's opinion, still in training camp, still in training camp mode. And other guys have had a whole half a season, right. a regular season. Right. So he's still trying to catch up. Yeah. And it's a, it's a tough battle. It's an uphill battle to try to catch up in the situation that he's in. And, and like Marvin always says, I, I see better than I hear. And i got to see that he's out there, 
you know, throwing, to- totally yeah, confident. Throwing caution to the wind. It's exactly. just going at it. And then you, you look again at a crowded position when you got Cody Core, who's played well. You got Josh Malone, who's coming on. You got Tyler Boyd, who was productive last year. Now Alex he's Erickson. starting to get better. You got Erickson, who just took a job right. the way he came into the league. And then you've got LaFell and you've got A.J. Green. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of activity going on in that one position that if you're going to get out there, you're going to have to really, like you said, throw caution to the wind and just say, hey, I'm ready, I'm explosive, and I'm ready to just leave it all out here on the field. And you are going to go earn it. You're not ordained because you're the ninth pick in the draft. Corey Davis with the, uh, um, with the Tennessee Titans, their fans are feeling the same way. He's had hamstring issues. He hasn't played in a, in a full game yet. He was the fifth pick of the draft. Right. John Ross is the ninth pick. Neither one has played as much as their respective fan base had hoped, but again, Leg injuries to those type of players, those type of receivers, sometimes can play heavy on the mind. All right, uh, we'll be right back. We're going to take a break. We're loving the football talk to fans out here. You're listening to the Bengals Pep Rally presented by Miller Light at Buffalo Wings and Rings, Kings Mill Road on the First All Logistics Bengals Radio Network. Welcome back to the Bengals Pep Rally Show presented by Miller Light at Buffalo Wings and Rings right here at Kings Mill Road. And Kings Island, Ohio. On the first All Logistics Bengals Radio Network, Wayne Box Miller, Dave Lapham. Be sure to visit the Bengals Facebook page and follow the team on Twitter, IG, aka Instagram, Snapchat as well for the latest news and updates straight from the source. And Lap, we were talking about, you know, guys, uh, you know, getting on the field and staying on the field and, uh, you know, Erickson came in the league, and everybody says, ah, he's on the bubble. He might have a chance to make the team, and he makes makes some great plays. And next week, ah, he's, he's on the bubble. He makes plays. Ah, he's on the bubble. He makes plays. Like, ah, he's not on the bubble. And, I mean, this guy, you're talking about someone taking advantage of an opportunity. I talked to him this week uh, as well, and uh, here's my conversation with uh, him. So you're getting to uh, the second half of the season, and for you as a, a wide receiver and a returner, how do you keep your, your body ready because you're pulling double duty? Yeah, it's, um, it's important to be fresh every week. And, you know, I think Chip and his staff do a great job. Uh, on Fridays is basically a body day where we, you know, do modality stuff. We're working on movement, stretching, all that stuff, and then try to get a massage every week and, just try to get off your feet too when you, you got free time, uh, which is which isn't hard to do. But um, yeah, just you know, take care of your body, eating right, get enough sleep. I think is the biggest thing because um, you know it's it's a lot, a lot, a big toll on your body, and you just want to make sure you're fresh every week. What did the first year in the NFL teach you about being prepared for this second year of the NFL? Just that you know, ha- having your body as fresh as you can, and um, you know, getting in a routine. Um, so you, you're maximizing your recovery time, and uh, whether it is extra stretching, you know, getting in the Normatex, or you know, figuring out what what's the best day to get a massage. And uh, so I think, yeah, just being professional and how to, how to really take care of your body. Yeah. Now you're you're not a guy that you know. When you think about a John Ross, you know, running a four two something. Yeah. Um, you're more of a very strategic guy. You read blocks well. You look at scenarios mm-hmm. well. What do you attribute your success uh, on returns to? Um, I don't know, it's, it's tough. I, you know, the guys blocking obviously uh, the biggest thing, uh, and then yeah, just you know, read, reading it properly, like you said, and um, just using your instincts. I think. Because uh, a lot of times, you know, especially the punt return plays, it's 
it's a lot of chaos. You guys are coming from every which way, and um, so it's not always going to be um, here's the line, you know, follow the line. It's you know, it's you got to make you got to make things happen sometimes, and just use your use your natural ability. Yeah, and speaking of using a natural ability, even as a wide receiver, you're going up against the best. I mean, there is no off week in the NFL. I mean, every week you're going up against the best that uh, the game has to offer. So preparation is everything in this league. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It's, you know, you you respect every guy that's lined up across to you because you know the work that it's taken you to get the NFL. So you're assuming that, you know, they've had very similar, um, you know, workload, I guess, and um, so you know that, that respect thing's huge, and at the same time you have the confidence that I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I respect what you do, but I'm, I'm still here. I'm gonna beat you, and um, so you got to have that confidence, that belief, and um, you know, knowing that he's gonna give you your best shot, and you're gonna give him your best shot. Speaking of best shot, you're going up against Tennessee at home, a team that's uh, put three wins together yeah. over the last four because of the bye week. So another opportunity for the team as a whole to try to just do everything right and put it all together and play Bengal football. Yeah, exactly. Just you know, put all three phases together in one game and um, don't have to do anything spectacular. Just you know, play our game and um, just do our jobs to the best of our ability. And uh, if we can stack all three phases together and it can all come together. Um, you know, get this thing going in the right direction. Thanks so much. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah. You know, you know, the one thing that impressed me in that whole interview is when he said he respects the other guy, but I'm going to beat you too. And you know, you got to have that mindset lap on every play. Like I'm, I'm going to beat you. Right. You know, I've done my homework. I prepared. I've worked on what I need to do. But in my mind, I'm coming to beat you. If you go into a game thinking that you're second fiddle, you got no shot. The mind lets the body do amazing things. But if your mind's not right, your body's not going to be right either. So you do. You have to go in there with uh, – you can't go in thinking, ah, I might be able to get it done against this guy. You have to go in there thinking, I'm ready. I've, uh, I've, I've done my preparation. I've taken every step of it. I'm ready to go play. I'm going to go win my share of battles against this guy. Which is how he made the team. Now, he could have listened to the press clippings and said, hey, I'm on the bubble. You know, I'm only going to just hopefully I can make the practice squad or do something like that. Right. No, in his mind, he's like, I'm a, I'm a player that belongs in this league. And, and he's had a chip on his shoulder, you know, since high school. I mean, he was a quarterback in high school and, uh, you know, state championship type football program and was a walk-on. He didn't have a scholarship to Wisconsin. And then earned a scholarship as a walk-on. And then gets, uh, doesn't get drafted, comes as a college free agent, so now he has to prove himself all over again. <laughs> so he's a great example of, in the college game and in the NFL, it's not how you get there, it's what you do once you get there. That's right. And, That's and right. he had a chip on his shoulder as big as a 2 by 4 in both instances and said, I'm going to go out work everybody and – and show what I can do, and that's exactly what he's done. You know, speaking of showing people what you can do, we were talking uh, about John Ross earlier, and, you know, he talked about just having A.J. Green and Brandon LaFell. You know, how did you, you know, kind of advise guys when you were playing and a guy felt like he should have been starting or, you know, he looked at himself? What was the best advice you could give them? Was was it simply just to stay ready? Yeah, I mean, uh, basically that's it. You know, it's just keep doing the things you need to do, and the only the only person – uh, that it matters to make a decision as to if you're ready or not is the coach. You know, I mean, you can think you're ready. Your girlfriend can think you're ready. Your mother can think you're ready. But if the coach doesn't think you're ready, you're not ready. So you got to keep working and doing everything you possibly can to make sure that you're putting your best foot forward in his eyes. And, and I said, you know, honestly, go communicate with him. Don't sit there and stew about it 
and let it turn into a bad negative environment. Go to the coach and say, what do I need to work on? Right. What, what don't you like about my game? Obviously, there's something that I'm doing that doesn't, isn't ringing true to you. What is it? What can I do to change and, and, and give myself a better opportunity? And coaches appreciate that kind of you know, honesty instead of just pouting you know, and saying, eh, he hates me and right. he's, he, you know, he's prejudiced against me for some reason, whatever it is, and they, he's not going to play me. Just go communicate about it. That was my advice. Well, you know, the great thing about what you said, Lap, sometimes guys just don't want to hear the truth. Yep. I mean, so you, you almost don't go to the coach because you already know what you need to work on, you it, know, if you're honest with yourself. Exactly. And the, and the worst thing is if the coach doesn't level with you. Yeah. You know, if you get a coach that, you know, is, is uh, double-talking and telling somebody one thing and then telling, telling you one thing and telling other people something else about you, that's not a good environment to be in. And, you got to hope that that coach isn't around forever. Yeah, and if he is, you better check the one ads yeah, because exactly. there, there's something going on there. Wayne Boxmiller, Dave Lapham, we're Buffalo Wings and Rings right here in Kings Mill. Uh, Kings Mill Road, I tell you what, man, just a great location. I think last count I was at 40-some TVs in here. <laughs> but, uh, you know, really, again, a lot of times people like to watch the games at home, but a lot of times you want to get together with a group of people. And I just advise you, to me, this is like sitting at the club level at Paul Brown Stadium. Right. Right. When you come here, because it's just a great layout. Uh, the decor looks good. First and foremost, the food is good. Right. So let, let's let's start and stop right there. You're not going anywhere where the food isn't good, and uh, everything I've ever eaten here has been top notch. Absolutely, box and the service, as you said, service with a smile. Everybody likes what they're doing. If you like your job, it's a good thing. And it, it's Friday, and we love coming to uh, Buffalo Wings and Rings on Friday because there's football. Yes. There's friends. There's yes. family. There's yes. food. Yes. It's uh, it, it's an F for Friday. It's there's all kinds of Fs going around in uh, in in the Buffalo Wings and Rings, and we're at a great location right up by Kings Island on Kings Mills Drive. All right, Wayne Boxmiller, Dave Lapham. Again, we got a big game coming up, and uh, you know, Lap, when you're talking about uh, uh, pressure. If I had told you last week Leonard Fournette was not playing, if I told you the offensive line only gave up two sacks, you'd have probably said, whoa, man, what a game we probably had. Plus, win the turnover battle for the first time all year. You're plus one. You don't turn it over. You only run 35 plays. But you don't turn it over, and you get one. You finish plus one. First time all year, you know, you win 70% of the time in the turnover battle. Not this one. Yep. And that's why I always, you know, you know how I feel about stats. I mean, but it's just the nature of the game. So you got to get out and make something happen. You know, one of the other things I'm looking at, uh, Eric Decker came from the Jets. Right. You know, wide receiver. And it looks like now he's starting to get a feel for this offense and this team. And so, the, to your point, look at who's lining up across from you. Look at who you're responsible for. And remember, a guy like this, he may be – you know, back on the depth chart as the second wide receiver, but he's number three with receptions already, 26 catches for 247 yards. And, uh, you know, this guy's a player, man. He was very competitive when he was with the Jets. He is. I mean, he knows he's a, he's a pro's pro. He knows what he's doing. Corey Davis, they drafted in the first round. He's had some injury issues. Western Michigan, right? That yep. Was, yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, Taewon Taylor, shifty uh, speedster, you know, that play in the slot some. Another uh, draft pick this year, pretty high draft pick. Uh, they wanted to get uh, younger and more explosive in, in their passing game, and they've, uh, they've done that, but they do have it mixed in with a, a KG veteran in Eric Decker who can play a lot of positions for you. And uh, he, had, he, he had a very critical touchdown pass against Baltimore where, the, where he was supposed to originally go, go it broke down. And, and he decided on his own, he was going to find another little area, another little spot, and trusted Marcus Mariota was going to be on the same page as him. And I'll tell you, uh, 
you know, when, when he pulled that off, Mike Malarkey said that's a tribute to Eric Decker and the young quarterback to be on the same page. That was a huge play. They hadn't practiced it that way all week. Sometimes you just got to be a football player. You got to right. trust your instincts <laughs> and be a football player. You got to do that. Yep. And we're going to be broadcasters and take a break. You're listening to the Bengals Pet Rally Show presented by Miller Lite at Buffalo Wings and Rings right here on Kingsville Road on the first Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network, ESPN 1530. Welcome back to the Bengals Pep Rally Show presented by Miller Lite at Buffalo Wings and Rings right here on Kingsville Road on the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network, ESPN 1530. Wayne Box, Miller, Dave Lapham. Remember, if the Bengals defense records two sacks in one game, you save $6 on Mike's Ultimate Car Wash the next day. Only at Mike's Car Wash, the official car wash of the Cincinnati Bengals, Mike's will also donate $1 of your purchase to the Marvin Lewis Community Fund so far They've raised $18,684 for the Marvin Lewis Community nice. Fund. I think nice. that deserves a round of applause. Got to hit that $20,000 mark Gotta this week. Get, get, a, that get a couple 000. of sacks and get at least $2,000 worth of washes after the game. You know, a guy we haven't talked about from Tennessee, and I tell you what, man, he, he's close to automatic as well, the kicker. Oh. Man, this you're talking about distance being no object. This uh, guy... 56 in a row from inside 50 yards. That, that just doesn't even sound right, man. NFL record. He's missed two field goals this year, two field goals last year, and they're both from beyond 50. 56 straight made inside 50 yards, which, again, is the NFL record. Ryan Suckup. I mean. Ryan Suckup. And, 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 and Lap, again, people don't really understand. When you say that many inside the 50, right. I mean, people are missing, you know, one here and there. Right. But when you're talking about every one, it's just it's incredible. Well, he missed an extra point, which is inside 50. 16 right. for 17 in PAT, but he has not missed a field goal inside 50 yards. 56 straight makes. That is that's quite remarkable. I mean, that's, you know, Adam Vinatieri, who we consider the gold standard, right. hasn't done that. And the other thing is their punter, Kern, leads the NFL in average 51.5 yards a punt and net 46.6. So he had 32 inside the 20 last year. He's got 12 this year. There, in terms of kicking the football, there's not a better duo in the NFL where the punter is dictating field position and the kicker is generating points. And the thing is, he's got nine of his 21 field goals are in the red zone. They've had red zone issues. They settle for field goals a lot in the red zone. They've, they've uh, had to kick nine field goals. They get 10 touchdowns, nine field goals in 20 red zone opportunities. There's only been one time where they haven't scored. A.J. McCarron in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. How about the man, the legend? A.J. So the kicking game has been huge. 9-13. But no, uh, no, not, not more huge than this guy, A.J. McCarron. Yeah, man. We appreciate you battling traffic and weaving your way up here from, uh, from Paul Brown Stadium. Uh, welcome to Buffalo Wings and Rings up here in yeah. Kings Mill. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for the effort, man. I mean, right. we, we know it's not an easy That's ride of 71. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, Alabama guy, how do you like this weather? A little chill, a little nip in the air, huh? I'm used to it now. Yeah, I know. You've been yeah. here a while now. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was the coldest game you played when you were at Alabama? Did you guys ever go that far north where you said, man, good grief, let's get no, back down south? No. Uh, probably the coldest we had was uh, my senior year. It was the last um, senior game. It was our last home game before we played Auburn, and uh, – I think we played Georgia State. It was 34, 35. So, I mean, it was cold for us. Right. Um, and at that time, you know, Saban didn't allow uh, any offensive guys to wear sleeves on on, um, on their arms or any – we never were uh, allowed to wear leggings. And so, 
I went out for warm-ups. I took probably 10 steps out of our tunnel, and I turned right back around, went back inside, and I told Cochran, I said, hey, I'm not going out there unless right. you tell them we get to wear some tights. <laughs> I'll so. tell you, played in a game, uh, the Freezer Bowl, it's called, where it's 59 below, wind chill, coldest game ever in NFL history, and that was cold. I mean, I never, obviously never broke a sweat for three and a half hours or whatever. But I was in training camp in the USFL playing for the president, Donald Trump's team, in Orlando, and it was 30 degrees but humid. The humid cold is brutal. It takes it right to your skeleton. Yeah. I was like, man, this doesn't feel like 30 degrees. This feels like 30 below. Yeah. I mean, the humidity, when you get cold air and that damp, uh, that damp, uh, that damp air, yeah. that one-two punch is a killer, man. It is. I, I tell you, the, the worst game I've been a part of being here was uh, Denver. You know, I, right. I mean, that was the coldest game. Out in Denver. Yeah, out in Denver. And, right. uh and I remember playing the whole first half, and I always wet my towel because I don't like licking my hands. And the the first half wasn't bad. I mean, I got used to it, and we went inside, and we came out of the tunnel um, at halftime, and it, it felt like we stepped on a new planet. Um, <laughs> I mean, my my towel from being wet two plays into the drive was just solid. I mean, just Frozen. a brick. Yeah, yeah, just a brick. And uh, so th- that game was pretty tough. That was the worst part of the freezer bowl when it was 59 below. You play a half, and you, you go in and you warm up a little bit, and you're like, oh, man, i got to go out and do this mm-hmm. for another half of football because you know how bad it is after you have just played for a half. And that, that yeah. mental part of it, that was the toughest part to get it over, is. man. No it's doubt. Rough. No it's doubt. Rough. So i got to right. ask you. Yep. The two things you've done this year that impressed me to death, and if I were a general manager in the National Football League, I'd have A.J. McCarron at the top of my list in terms of i got to get this guy because of his attitude, his understanding of life in general, and the leadership in the locker room. Uh, the, when Andy Dalton was getting hammered after the second loss to start the season, you stood up in defense of a teammate about as effectively and, um, and beautifully as I've ever heard, really. That was the first thing. And then the second thing, with all you went through, with the trade with Cleveland and all that, the way you handled that after the disappointment of it not happening um, and, and praised Mike Brown and thanked him for giving you a potential opportunity, just the way you handle those type of things, I mean, you deserve all the credit in the world. And where does that come from, that uh, philosophy of life that you have, man? Yeah, I, I think uh, just my parents. Um, I mean, you know, I, I, I was brought up on absolutely nothing. I mean, we were broke, super broke. Uh, we, uh, I mean, there was times, I mean, my whole life where uh, we had to decide where we are going to pay um, the power, or, I mean, yeah. just all, all kind of stuff. So, yeah. um, and, and my dad and parents would play a little trick on me as, as, you know, a kid growing up, I'd turn on the TV, it's nothing but static and figure out and they'd poke their head out the door and be like, Oh yeah, they're working on the lines. <laughs> so I didn't know any better, but, right. um, I mean, it, it's just them, just the way we grew up. Um, you know, I, I think when we get in this business, a lot of, a lot of people, um, or anybody that's, successful and whatever they do tend to lose you know sight of um how how much of a blessing and a pleasure it really right, is to right. be able to do something you love right not only love but it's a game right. um yep. and, and being paid um you know more than i ever thought i, I would sure. growing up so uh you know when you really think about it we don't have any worries um worries were me growing up and, and my parents working three four jobs to figure out 
how we were going to pay bills and put food on the table. So, right. um, I, I mean, it's just all the credit to them. Yeah, we'll take a break right here. Wayne Box, Miller, Dave Lapham, right. special guest A.J. McCarron. You're listening to the Bengals Pet Rally Show presented by Miller Light of Buffalo Wings and Rings on the First Star Logistics Bengals Radio Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.